Assalamu alaikum and peace be unto you and welcome to the male-female relationship series presented by the Southern Regional Minister of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam, Student Regional Minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad. This series is brought to you by Supreme Spring Water, Live Supreme, Be Supreme, Drink Supreme, Supreme Spring Water. And now let us begin our discussion of today's episode of the male-female relationship series. And it is our humble prayer that it will benefit you in your spiritual growth and development. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to another episode of the male and female relationship series. Glad to have you. And like always, we begin everything we do of value and a moment of prayer. So if you could, please bow your heads and take a moment with us. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the Beneficent, the Most Merciful, Master of the Day of Judgment in which we now live. Thee do we serve, and thee do we beseech for thine aid. O Allah, guide us on the right path, the path of those upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not the path of those upon whom thy wrath is brought down, nor those who go astray. Amin. Praise be to Allah. Good to be back. Like I said, my name is Brother Kasha. I'll be one of your co-hosts today. We also have... <laughs> I'm Sister Nisa. I'm your other co-host for today. Praise be to Allah. And Sister Anissa, could you please tell the audience what our topic is for today? Yes, sir. So our topic for today is discipline, keeping and maintaining our duty to Allah in our spouses. So we're excited to get into it with our guests. But before we introduce our guests, we'll, I'll turn it back over to Brother Costa. Yes, ma'am. All praise due to Allah. So... Like always, we want to make sure that we are thankful of those who make this program possible. Of course, we are always indebted to Allah, and we do thank the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and in the Southern Region, his servant. We have uh, Student Regional Minister Abdul Sharif, and so we want to hear from his assistant at this time. All praise is due to Allah. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. I bear witness that there is no God but Allah who came in the person of Master Father Muhammad to whom praise is due forever. I bear witness that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is the exalted Christ and the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is the anointed Messiah in our midst. I would like to greet all of our wonderful viewers, our wonderful co-moderators, our beautiful couple today with the greeting words of peace on behalf of Student Regional Minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be unto you. Dear brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning in to another broadcast of the Male-Female Relationship Series, which is the vision of Student Regional Minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad as he works hard to help the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan to help strengthen our marriages, strengthen our family life as a foundation, the very cornerstone of our national life as a people. And so 
the improvement of our relationships is so vitally necessary, especially as we go into even darker and darker times. We really have to be strong uh, in our family life to be able to endure and certainly have a good, strong connection to the one true God, our creator. So brothers and sisters, we thank you for tuning in once again. We look forward to a wonderful show and we ask that you spread the message far and wide, text out, send messages through social media and let others know to tune in right now. We're live and I turn it right back over to our very capable co-moderators, Assalamu alaikum. Yes, sir. So now we'll go ahead and introduce our wonderful guests that we have on. I believe they're the marriage counselors or one of those terms. But we'll introduce Brother Marcus, or we'll allow them to introduce themselves, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, family. Very good to see everybody. Hopefully we can have a beautiful show by Allah's grace. And we're so excited to be on this program again. We hopefully share some knowledge, some wisdom, and some understanding with everyone. And some can be imparted to us as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sister Cecilia, if you would like to introduce yourself. Yes, I'm Sister Cecilia. Me and Brother Marcus are registered Muslims under the leadership of our Southern Regional Minister, Brother Abdul Sharif Muhammad, and his and our Sister Nuseba Regional, and Brother Oliver, who is also our regional laborers here in, in Muhammad Mosque Number Fifteen. Uh, we are the marriage keepers. Uh, we are the ones by Allah's grace who host the marriage retreats. Uh, last, the last two years they have been virtual. And we also, about maybe three three years ago, no, now about five years ago, almost now, uh, we started also doing single social weekends for our uh, single brothers and sisters as well, where we take weekends, normally a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for them to do things to mingle and successively mingle in a righteous environment per the instructions of our minister, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Uh, we personally together have by Allah's grace this year, July 4th, made 29 years of marriage for us. Uh, we have six children, four boys and two girls. Uh, they range in age from 28 to 18 years old. And we both have been, for me, it is 29 years as a registered Muslim in the nation of Islam. And for you, honey? 30 years. 30 years for my husband as well uh, to be followers of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad as it is being taught to us by the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Beautiful. Praise be to Allah for that beautiful introduction. And I'll turn it back over to my co-moderator, Brother Costa, to explain the format our audience can submit questions. Yes, ma'am. So just like Sister Anissa said, we're going to go a little bit into the format. If this is your first time on the show, we're glad to have you. If it's another time, then we're glad to have you back. So we have you all watching on Facebook, YouTube, whatever have you. You can send your questions in that way, and the question will be funneled to us and then asked to our guests. And do uh, add love and support to them because you're already going to know 
they're going to drop some jewels, some bombs, so, so stay tuned. Um, but with that said, we do want to take a little bit of a moment, a breather, before we get into the full of the show. So if Tech Team could roll a brief commercial, and we'll be right back. Are you prepared if you have to leave your home in case of an emergency? With a portable emergency bag, you would have the food, water, and supplies that you would need for a three-day period. Order your portable emergency bag today by calling 770-884-2085. Do you have a business or product that you would like to promote? Feature your ads in the Male and Female Relationships series, Saturday 5 to 7 p.m. Email ads 4 series at gmail.com or call 678-744-7318. All right. Praise be to Allah. We're back and ready to go. So as we usually do, I will give the honors of the first question to our sister, Sister Anissa. Praise be to Allah. So the first question we have on the table from our audience is how can how can us acting outside of our roles negatively impact our marriages? <laughs> how can it, it negatively acting outside of our roles can be disastrous because <laughs> If you just like if you're driving on a road, if you get out of your lane on the expressway and you jump into the other lane without a signal, without notifying the other person what happened, you have an accident, you have a crash. And most of our issues come from when there is derelict in duty. And that first duty that we must keep and must stay strong in our relationships as singles and as married is our relationship to Allah. So that definitely is disastrous. And of course, with our roles, there are also times where the roles will cross because again, it takes a now two income households. So if my role is cooking and cleaning and rearing the children, but I also work as well, then now both of us have to share in responsibility and in roles. But when we communicate with each other, then that's where we will have success. But when we're not communicating, we're not talking, that's where we are gonna have a lot of arguments and disagreements because there's no connection. Very true, very true. Yes, man, praise be to Allah. Brother Marcus, if you want to add on to her response. Well, just to say to you, my dear sister, that, you know, we do a lot of counseling and this is an area that we do a lot of counseling in because the roles get confused because we have so many brothers out there and they're not looking to do the duty like the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan told us, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad has told us that we as men are supposed to do. He's telling us that you as a man, you are, you as the man are the maintainer hmm. of the woman, of the household, of the children. And 
you can't maintain if you're looking to do half of your duty at the outset. Yes, sir. You want half. I want to do half of my duty, but you want your full respect from the woman, from the children. Brother, that's a very unfortunate thing that you're looking for. We believe that you as the brother should take on the responsibility of doing your whole duty by your family as a man, even though it's hard, but you will have the respect of your wife and your children because you are striving hard to meet your duty to almighty God. He would be pleased if you would strive harder to maintain your beautiful family that she gave you. She gave you, in my case, she gave me six beautiful children. What do I look like telling her that you push out the children and then in a few weeks, go back to work again for the family? That's not gonna work. See, so for 20 years, I was able, by Allah's grace, to maintain my family. And it is a privilege and a pleasure to be looked upon as the man who will suffice the needs of the family and the children. It's a very wonderful thing when you take that responsibility. And I'm looking forward to taking back that full responsibility in just a few short days. Now I'll turn it over to Brother Costa with the next portion from the brothers. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for the answers of Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia. So continuing along with the theme of the topic for today, we have a question that says, uh, how and why is our marriage likened unto the bond that we have with Allah? It is likened unto that because as we're taught as Muslims that marriage is half of our faith. And you probably, most people be like, well, I'm not getting married. So does that mean that I'm not a full Muslim? You know, but it is to say that the struggle of marriage is similar to the struggle to Allah. Why is that? Because in marriage, you will be tested. You will be tried by your spouse, especially when you are following the way of life as a Muslim, as a Christian, and you're striving to live the moral uprightness of not for not committing adultery, not lying, not stealing, not doing things that we know we do not do that is not looked upon as correct. For our Christians, it's the Ten Commandments. When you're striving to live that, your spouse is there to help you, to strengthen you, to help you to become stronger in that. And as our path with God, we are consistently working to improve ourselves to live the life that he wants us to live. As they said, carry your cross. Well, if God doesn't want us to do something, 
then it's not going to work out too good for us, right? Most of us know, oh, God, please give me this. Please give me that. And it never comes or it comes long, long time. But the point is, is that the struggle, the real struggle, both in your spiritual journey and in your struggle as a union of husband and wife in that process of marriage, like the Honorable Louis Farrakhan told us, because he said, you are not married, meaning that you are finished, but you're in the process of marriage because as we look over 29 years by Lazarus, it's growth, it's trial, it's tribulation. It's like sandpaper. We all seen sandpaper. If you got a bump or, or something you're sanding, you got to put a lot of movement, a lot of motion in it to smooth it out. Your spouse is there to help smooth you out so that you would be a diamond for God. Oh, praise is due to a lot. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Uh, Brother Marcus, anything to add? Just to say to you, brother, that the minister Farrakhan has taught us that if you walk out on your marriage, he said you will walk out on a lot of God. Mm -hmm. You know, because as Cecilia said, marriage is half of your faith. And I think that a lot of times, brother, we think marriage should be easy. We, we don't know that marriage is so full of hills and valleys that you must go through as you walk with God. The thing that most marriages have left out of the equation is God. God is very present and you will get to know him if you get married. You will get to know how God moves. And I can tell you that in 29 years of marriage, I've suffered, I've struggled a great deal, but it's brought me closer to Allah God. And I am so grateful for the time that Allah has blessed me to get to know him intimately. See, a man must know God for himself. I can tell you that a woman gets to know God intimately when she gets married, much more so than when she's single. Because you don't know what your husband is going to do. But you got to trust Allah that your husband will do the right thing when he's married to you, sister. And I can tell you that uh, faith is something that Allah has blessed us all to be born with. And we got to reconnect our faith back to when we were little children because we certainly hope for God. We long for him. And he rewarded us through the breast milk that we got from our mothers. And that is exactly how God will bless you today if you believe in him and work with him to bless your marriage. That's what I would say to you, my brother. Praise be to Allah. Thank you, sir. And uh, we thank you for addressing the audience as well. So praise be to Allah. And Sister Anissa, I give it back to you. Yes, uh, no, Jules, welcome both of you. I enjoyed that answer. So our next question from the sister side, 
How does our lack of communication with Allah affect our communication with our spouses? Oh, you all muted. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, if you are not able to communicate with Allah as a husband, as a wife, the Negro comes out and stays out That's because right. you function on the low savage behavior. So when I'm there, I'm not praying, I'm not fasting, I'm not doing anything to help me spiritually, then it's easy for me to call you out your name. It's easy for us to want to come become physical, actually maybe throwing things or whatever. We start to act out. We start to return back to our lower selves. But the more we study, the more we pray, the more we talk to Allah for ourselves, talking personally, it broadens our breasts to take plenty. Like the master fraud Muhammad told the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, take plenty. Well, what does that mean to me every day? That means that I have to call on my creator. I have to call on the one who created my husband. Call on the one who created your wife because he says what? Be and it is. I don't have that power to tell my husband, well, I want you to do this be and it is. No, he's going to do it when he wants to do it. I'm going to do it when I want to do it. But I'm like, you know what, Allah? I'm going to pray to you and call on you that if this is right, there's so many decisions my husband has made. And as a woman, we want to go crazy and be like, oh my God. Da, da, da. And I was like, you know what? Give it to Allah. Allah, whatever you desire for him to do, you will guide him on the right path to do what is pleasing to you. You give it to God. Guess what? All that stress that I would have had, I don't have because I gave it to the creator of both of us. So we must have that connection because if you don't have that connection to God, we run amok. And we see what happens when you start arguing, bickering, fighting. The question, both of you look at each other and say, wait a minute. Did we pray today? Did we read our Quran today? Did we do our spiritual food at all this week? Because if we didn't, that's why we're, bite, that's why we're acting out. Yes, ma'am. And Brother Marcus? Yes, ask the question one more time, sister. Yes. <laughs> the question again. How does our lack of communication with Allah affect our communication with our spouses? <laughs> well, I can tell you the minister, Minister Louis Farrakhan, who has been the minister for a very, very long time and can guide us today if we listen to him. He said, there is no relationship without communication. So many of us in our homes, we're not talking to each other. We have whole days where we don't say a mumbling word to each other. We go weeks sometimes without speaking. We're in the same house, but we're not talking to each other. There is nothing you can accomplish without communicating about what's going on. There's so much to talk about when you are married, but we run out of words 
to say to each other because we really don't want to talk in the first place. We're angry. We're bitter. We're soaking. And we're in tune with ourselves, but we're not expressing anything to our spouse. And so if you don't talk to your spouse, you're probably not talking to a lot either because Allah is the hearer. Allah hears you. Allah sees you. Allah is the one that watches you. He is the God that I read about in the Quran who said he was the aware God. He's aware of you and your spouse is aware of you too. And we got to know that the way we're not communicating or we are communicating is all designed to bring us closer to God. And God is very much going to try you. He's not going to try you with something you hate. He's going to try you with something you love. And when your spouse, your wife is tripping, because God knows she can put us in some spots, brothers. She can put you in some spots where you got to talk to God. That's why I'm an advocate of talking to God for yourself, not through her, through for yourself. Talk to that God and talk to him about her because God created her. He created me. He is the God that you must put between each other. There must be a God between me and Cecilia. There must be a God between Cecilia and me. And that is the fortress that she goes to, that I go to when I don't understand what's happening. I'm communicating with him. I'm asking him about it. I'm asking him to work it out. You know, we had, we had an old school gospel song. They said, Jesus can work it out. Well, you have to know God can work it out for you. And what you're going through in your marriage, God has seen marriage problems before. You ain't the first little person who's married. You're not. And so I think that you should talk to God about whatever it is that you're facing because God has an answer and he will deliver you from what you're facing. Mm, yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. Lovely answer from both of you. And I turn yes, it into the capable hands of Brother Kashka. Praise be to Allah. We have a question from our brothers. It says, why are so many of our people disloyal to their spouses? What is the cause of unfaithfulness in marriage? Well, the cause for me that I think that we should pay attention to is when we stop communicating with our spouse and we think that someone else out there can meet our needs better for us other than our spouse. You should look at your wife again. She is not a person that has, has been played out. You just don't have more questions for her, unfortunately, because she has many, many answers for you. And the same way that you're whining and dining another woman, whine and dine your wife. 
Because the same thing you're looking for with the other, the strange woman, I guarantee you, if you spent a little bit more time cultivating your field, your field is your wife. Instead of spending that 40 that $50 on another woman, buying her flowers and gifts, why don't you try to take that money and put it into your own family? I think a lot of us, we just don't have enough information about our spouses and we are unfaithful because a lot of us are so shallow. We don't have a lot of internal strength to cultivate a wife and children. Because when, when you get married and then you have children, you got to spend time with each of the children. You got to build them. You got to cultivate your children. And a lot of us were too lazy to invest the time that it takes to build a family. To build your relationship with your wife because we've been at it now, how long, 30 years? I mean, brother, tell me, do you always think it's going to be easy and gravy and a wonderful time? No, sometimes it don't. It's not gravy. It's not a wonderful time. And those are the times that you got to be tough. You know, I heard that man say, say that sentence. He said, tough times don't last. Tough people do. And I thought that was very powerful because... That woman that you run into, she just wants to see if she can have you. And then she'll have something on you and have over you to use against you if you ever don't do her bidding no more. And I'm telling you, it's a rough situation to have a woman telling you and threatening you which she'll expose you for what you did with her. That's a terrible burden, brother. Especially when you're married. So I'm going to tell you the thing to do. I heard it from Brother Minister Sharif. He said, call that woman up. And uh, I had a meeting with God. And I'm here to tell you, it's over. Whatever we had, it's over. We, got, we don't have no more contact after the night, after the day. It's over. And that's the way you have to leave it. And if she wants to expose you, then come on with it. But you should be man enough to face the reward for your actions. You know, that's a terrible thing. Minister Farrakhan has taught us against adultery. He's taught us against the strange woman. Most of us, we've lost our discipline, which is, which is just what this topic is all about. You've lost the discipline. I remember when I first walked in the nation of Islam. Do you know, I was upset with the sisters because none of them would look me in my eye when they were talking to me. I said, what the hell is going on here? None of them, they would be looking at the floor, they'd be looking here, they'd be looking there, they'd be looking there. They would look everywhere but my face because they were trying to respect me and I didn't even know it. 
See, I had to learn that as I went on. The eyes are cast down when you're meeting a Muslim woman, a Muslim man. You're not trying to eyeball him, eyeball her, because you're showing respect for them. See, and that's one of the things that we got to get back to the, in the nation. We got to show respect for one another, not looking in each other's eyes, trying to catch a glance. See, that's not good for our Islam. Be respectful of another man's wife, another woman's husband, when you know that they are striving to be married. You have to respect the marriage. You can't allow no DMs from him, from her. You can't allow that. You can't allow no calls because the idea is to be uh, um, in marriage. The idea is to be irreproachable. It's I'm, I, I didn't do anything to mess up this marriage. I'm, I'm unblameable. I didn't do nothing. That's what you want to be before God and be able to say, I didn't do anything. Of course, God knows everything about us. But the idea is to be able to say, I didn't do anything, um, Allah that caused this to happen. And if another woman is your is in your life, it's because you allowing it. You are allowing her to be in your life. Is it the attention that she's giving you that you ain't no longer getting from your wife? Probably. A lot of us as men, we get married to these sisters. These sisters start neglecting us immediately. They don't care no more because they got us. They don't pay attention to us. They don't say we're sexy. They don't say anything to us. And that's something you got to do as a wife. Who is his, his cheerleader if you ain't going to be his cheerleader as a wife? Who is the one that's going to say sweet things and, and like things and fun things to him if you don't say it, sister? You waiting on a strange woman to do it? Because she will do it. But it's going to cost you your marriage if she's doing your job. I'm just saying to you, just like that, because we need to check up. We need to check up from the neck up in 2021. We really do, because there's too much foolishness going on in our marriages. And we got to stop the foolishness. And I'm with Minister Firecon to stop it all. Praise be to Allah. Thank you, sir, for addressing us. Uh, we needed that. And Sister Cecilia, I know you've been meditating on the question as well. Uh, would you like me to re-ask it or are you ready to go? Uh, you can re-ask it. Yes, ma'am. Why are so many people disloyal to their spouses? What is the cause of unfaithfulness in marriage? Well, one of the causes is we live in a wicked world. And the minister said this is an adulterous generation. That's what he said. That's what we live in. So it's easy to be disloyal. It's easy to commit fornication or adultery because if we have no moral backbone, no discipline to control ourselves, and like we say, if we 
leave the door open where our spouse is deficient in a need, then you leave that door open for an issue because it's easy for a brother to get a, a woman to be interested in your husband, a, a man to be interested in your, excuse me, in your wife. However, we have to have strong character. Like the minister gave the example to us. If everybody remember the story he was telling us Muslims about the brother who saw the neighbor upstairs taking out the garbage. If we remember the story and you helped her one time to take the garbage out, but the next thing you know, you're in her apartment and the door closes and activity begins. So we have to help guard our self. Example, well, you just look at the processes that it takes to get to the point where you commit the adultery or fornication. Well, what was the first thing that happened? You were open to the person's communication. You knew the person liked you more than just a friend. Right. So why, as a married woman, would I be giving you my number? For what reason? <laughs> For what reason? If it's not business, then we take care of our business and that's it. Anything else, refer it to my husband. And vice versa, I'd say to him, well, hun, how, how many times did that sister call you? And what was that sister talking about? Okay, give her my number so I can talk to her as a sister to a sister. See, our way of life protects, protects us. us. But this world doesn't protect you. They want everybody to do everything. And it's, again, the filth of this world is there for you. But the discipline that we are taught is to protect us. Brother, you're a married man. Why is a sister sitting in the front seat of your car? That's wow. not your wife. What? what are we taught? If you're taking a sister home, she sits in the back seat. That's what Why the back seat? Because it protects you to let them know there's nothing happening from here. And for me, by Lasgas, that's always been a, a very important to me to be an MGT wherever I go and act accordingly because I know my husband is crazy and I don't want to have to go bail him out of jail. So because I don't like that drama, we don't go there. We don't go into those areas. My husband, one day we were somewhere and we were just in each other's phone and I was looking up at people and they were like looking at us and I'm like, it's nothing. I don't have nothing to be ashamed of. My husband can pick up my phone. He can look through my phone. You can scroll through my messages. There's nothing there because I'm not doing anything. And see, when you don't have that kind of comfortability in your marriage, that if your phone ring and your wife pick it, what was it? We gave the example. <laughs> if you were in the shower, uh oh, in the shower, and your phone rings, and you know your wife or husband is sitting on the bed where your phone is. If you are willing to jump out the shower, run out the shower to get your phone naked and wet, then you know you're doing something you don't have no business doing. Because again, it's protecting our marriages. Anything, like the minister said, he said anything that is a disruptive to the marriage. It dis 
pleases Allah because marriage is the cornerstone of nation. And if we say we are nation builders and we are, we're not called the church. We're not called around the corner. We're the nation of Islam, bringing, bringing in a new way of life according to God's way. So if I'm trying to live God's way, oh man, you see that right over there? Oh my goodness. Oh my, oh my goodness. No, we can't do that. That's why it's like, yes, sir. No, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Is that, is that all? Okay. Praise be to Allah. Any further a conversation goes to my husband. Any, any further conversation with a sister comes to me. And that's the way we protect each other. And we got to protect ourselves from going to places we have no business. If you are single, if you are married man, why are you hanging out all the time with single men? You're going to start to want to be single. In the club. You're going to want to be single. That's I'm why, doing security, though. That's why we're taught to be around married couples. Help. We'll chaperone singles events, but I'm not going to partake in it all the time. How are you going to be doing security in a booty club? What you doing there? What are you doing there, brother? What are you trying to accomplish? That's not our way. And Minister Farrakhan told us that's not our way. There's a way that we do that's exactly custom made for us. To stay right. To stay right. Now, if you, you get off that path, then that's not Minister Farrakhan's fault. That's your fault that you got off the path. Praise be to Allah. Hope y'all listening in like I am. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Right, I give the next question to Sister Anissa. Go ahead. Yes, sir. So to come back off of that last response, you know, our sisters wanted to know what should someone do once their spouse starts to openly rebel against Islam and the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad? How long should we try to get them help before separating from them? Well, I'll answer this partly, uh, sister. You know, we are not qualified uh, a lot of times to help each other the way we need help. A lot of us are suffering from mental problems that we received when we was young people in in our homes, our problems did not start with our wife. Our problems did not start with our husband. They started when we were children. And because we have not taken auditing seriously from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, our marriages are in shambles today because we didn't listen to him yesterday. See, you can't say that I love Minister Farrakhan, Minister Farrakhan's my man, but you won't do what he asked you to do. He, he asked you to get audited. He asked her, you sister, to get audited. But because we don't want to obey, Minister Farrakhan has pleaded with us in a very gentle way to go ahead and take care of that before we get married. Because when we get married and we have not been audited, and I've seen a lot of us, we're doing that. We're getting married, but 
have they ever been audited? No, we ain't, we don't have no auditors in our city. I got to go way far to get audited. Okay, all right. So you just gonna get married like that? Like you ain't got you ain't got a past. You just gonna marry him like he ain't got a past. All of that past becomes very present right now. And when they get re-stimulated, he'll be standing over you and he'll be he'll be angry and he'll be remembering something that happened in his past that it doesn't belong to you. So I just want you to know that the key to us getting help with our problem, I think a lot of it is what Minister Farrakhan has already told us. He asked us to get audited. And that is a process that um, I think we got to be very serious about. Uh, and I do, I'll hand it over to Cece. I just want to see my part there. Exactly what um, my husband just stated. Because again, when we come into a relationship, we already have issues. We live, like the minister said, well, because of just our journey as slaves in the North America, <laughs> we are damaged because you took away our culture, you took away our language, you took away everything that we had, and you brought us here and made us you. Our last name, Cold Pepper Blackfoot, those are not our names. We have accepted someone else's reality. Okay, that's one issue. Then how you were reared, what's your environment growing up, your life experiences, all of these things that is who you're marrying. That's why we tell single when we're helping courtship couples, while you are single, <laughs> work on healing you. Yeah. Don't wait to bring your train load of issues <laughs> into a relationship. Work on the areas that you know. If you got an anger problem, work on it while you're single. If you have whatever issues we have, work on it while we're single. While we have that time, do it. So when you attract someone else, you both have worked on yourself. So when you're in a marriage and someone is showing their issues, it takes you and Allah to have strength <laughs> to be patient with that person because none, man, the stuff my husband has dealt with with me, he was like, look, I'm tired of this. You got to do something about this or I'm out. What did I have to do? I had to start my auditing process because my stuff, he was tired of my stuff. I'm tired of this. I'm and so all of us, when we're in relationships and you see your spouse, that's why it's so important that you understand the background of who you're marrying. Was mama involved? Was daddy involved? Were they reared by their grandparents? What was your background? Who were you connected to? Who did you get along with? All of these things. Did you have military experience? Did you have prison experience? Did you have this kind of experience? You better ask. You better investigate. You better Very know much. because this is who you marry. So when the person start acting out now, you're not sitting there going toe for toe. He's screaming and hollering. So you screaming and hollering right back with him. It's not going to work. 
he having an episode, she having an episode. But if you've investigated and you've been around the person now enough to know, okay, I know who I'm talking about. He that's I'm not talking to him. I'm talking to his mama right now. No, no, no. I ain't talking to him. I'm talking to his daddy right now. Because again, we take on the personalities of the people who have been in our life. If people told you, you act just like your mama. Or somebody tell you, you act just like your dad. You know you act just like great-grandma. You ain't never even met great-grandma, but everybody tell you you resemble your mannerisms and whatnot have resembled great-grandma. So it's to let us know that sister who's having that problem, the minister said, exhaust all avenues That's what he said. to get help. And again, we pick and choose what we want to obey. I'm not going to obey that one right there. I'm just going to divorce you and leave you. Okay, did you go to your minister and get counseling? No, no. Did you go get audited? Did y'all have marriage counseling? Did you go through those? Well, I don't want to do that. I just want to leave you. I'm out of here. I don't want... Okay, if someone decides that's what they want to do, at least you were the one that stood there to fight. Like it says behind us, fight, fight. for your fight. marriage because if you don't fight who else will because Nobody. guess what the minister told us if you have been married three times you get out of one car have one accident you go get into a brand new other car then you get out of that car go into another brand new car now you're on your third marriage what's the common denominator in all those accidents you were the driver so if the minister said if you never opened up the glove compartment and pull out the manual to see how does this car work? I went from a Honda to a BMW or to a, a Lincoln Town car, wherever it is, you need to find out what you're working with. And I can't put what I know from, oh yeah, I know how to deal with women. Oh yeah, I know how to deal with men. Yeah, you dealt with those people, but you looking at Sister Cecilia. I'm looking at Marcus. I'm not going to handle Marcus the same way I handled the past. And you're going to keep continuing to handle it the same way because at the end of the day, we are refusing to change. And because you are refusing to change, you stay in the same old Negro that came in the mosque 30 years ago, the same one that came in the church 30 years ago, and that same Negro is marrying people without changing, and you're jumping out of one thing to get into another, and you keep having accidents until one day you'll hit your head, blood gushes out, then you realize, oh, I should have obeyed from the very beginning. You can't keep marrying sisters and brothers in the nation of Islam. We're not going to let you do that. We're not, I think we should, we should get the captains involved that you should not be allowed to marry six and seven of the MGT and spoil that group of women against marriage because they was married to you. We should stop you from doing that. You should not be allowed to marry six and seven times in the nation of Islam and, and, and be have it as a badge of honor that you got seven to eight sisters out of our class for you to marry and then you didn't last with none of them? We shouldn't allow that. I'm sorry. Go somewhere else to find your 
crew that you're going to run with. But these sisters are precious, and we're not going to allow you to run through them like you don't got no sense. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. Now, I'll hand it back over to Brother Costa after that brilliant response from both of you. Yes, ma'am. So we heard it a little bit in the previous answer, but uh, the audience wants to know, what do you have to say about those choosing choosing to seek relationship advice from gurus and, and social media platforms and clubhouses and things? I'm not on, I'm not big on that. So uh, I'm an old man. <laughs> so what, if you are familiar with that, what do you have to say about people taking that advice as opposed to the man of God in our midst? You want to ask? <laughs> I, I would definitely, definitely say that everything is a filter throughout Islam. That's our foundation. That is our foundation. It's our way of life. When you've received divine knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, anything else I hear, anything else I experience, it's going through that filter. Yes, I'm agree on what is right and correct, but some of the stuff we hear, it's not of God. And that's the, is this, who am I listening to? Is this, does this sound like God's man or does this sound like Satan's way of life? Oh, that's Satan's way of life. I want no parts of that. And a lot of stuff you hear is really satanic behavior. They really are trying to destroy family. You look at what's going on, the men, uh, the all that's going on is to turn us opposite of God's way. And once you understand that, know that people are being led by the wrong shepherd. They're being led by Satan. So when you hear that, if you're, the, again, it's going back to our discipline, our way of life. If we're not Bye. studying, if we're not taking in our way, then you will be drawn to the other ways that are out here. Like they're talking about, like we uh, intermittent fasting. What is that? That's one meal a day. How long have we had how to eat to live? And now all of a sudden, oh my God, I'm doing intermittent fasting. That's one meal a day, people. Why are we getting excited about that? Because again, we're, the world is pulling us in it, and but we got to pull and fight to get closer and stronger to God and his man in our midst, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, who's representing to us the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, as he was taught by Master Fraud Muhammad. That is our filters. Anything else you accepting? My question is why? Now, you are permitted to do as you please. Minister Farrakhan is not watching you in terms of what you do. He can see it in your performance. He'll see what you're doing when he watches your performance over a protected period of time. But he's not trying to stop you from whatever you want to go to learn, to learn whatever it is that you're trying to learn. You will, you will search all these mystics, all of them, all of these great, wonderful scholars, but they won't give you a teaspoon's worth of God in your marriage. See, that's what Minister Farrakhan's 
answer is to them. Put God back in your marriage. And we don't want to put God in it because when you put God in, you put organization in, you put structure in. And that's what God is. God is discipline. God is not just your wife being disciplined, but you as a husband, you too, you must be disciplined. And I can tell you that if you think that all of the gurus out there, and some of them are not married. Some of these relationship experts, you should check their relationship status. They're so wise and have so much to say. Are they married? Because that would be the first thing I'll be looking for. You find you follow this one, you follow that one. How many times they've been married? Do you even know you're listening to them like they are? Uh, a great person, listen, and they are great, but make sure that you don't forget that your teacher, Minister Louis Farrakhan, our one, the one that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said to us, he said, listen to him, wherever you see him go, you go. Where he said to you, stay from, stay from it. He will get you across the river safely on his shoulders. That's who he told us about. He didn't tell us about all these gurus out here because they're not chosen. See, God hand-selected the Honorable Louis Farrakhan to do, and he has an anointed mouth. So when he tells you this and that, he's not telling you because he's guessing at it. Our God, our God is the best knower. He's not the best guesser. He's the best knower. And when you follow Minister Farrakhan, you're following certainty. The certainty of God's grace is on one human being in our midst, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Oh, praise be to Allah. Ooh, love these answers. Um, <laughs> we only have four more minutes into the commercial. Um, so I'm going to turn it back over to Sister Anissa, so we should have enough time for another question. Yes. <laughs> well, y'all can answer this one in the next four minutes. Okay. So we already have an established relationship with God before marriage. Absolutely. <laughs> if you don't, you'll suffer. There's so many sisters and brothers out here trying to do relationships without God, without having an established relationship with him. I love God. I love him because of his love and his care of me. And not just of me, of my wife, for 30 years. I couldn't be everywhere she is, but I had to rely on God to do what he does so beautifully, 
so wonderfully. See, for all of us as brothers, if we're afraid of, of getting married because we don't know what's going to happen to our wives when we're not there, brother, the same God that protected her before you came will protect her when you're not there. Believe that. Trust God to do what he what what you were saying about him. He is the all-powerful, wonderful God that is now in our life, and we know him personally. Intimately. And do you know Minister Farrakhan wrote and said God, I think it was number 11, our intimate relationship with Rabel Alameen, how beautiful it is to have a relationship with the Lord of the creation of the worlds. How beautiful it is to know him and call him every time we get into any kind of distress or trouble in the good times, in the bad times, I call on Allah. I've led my family by the grace of Allah. I've led them to Allah. We always were a praying family. There is no such thing as you having God in your life and you won't let the children know where the source of your strength is. I led them for prayer. I told them of God and I offered God to them for their refuge as well. Because we, MC Hammer said it best. He said, we've got to pray just to make it today. That's what he said. And it's so very true. Call on God and he will answer you as he always does. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. Ended right on time for our commercial break. So if our tech team can queue it up and we'll be right back. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Male-Female Relationship Series broadcast, which is the vision of our beloved student regional minister, Abdul Sharif Muhammad, the southern regional minister of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and the Nation of Islam. Support Rise Magazine. Rise to the peak of greatness. Order your copy today by going to www.risemagazineco.com. Support Supreme Spring Water by going to www.supremespringwater.com. Purchase the books by Student Regional Minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad by going to www.abdulsharif.com. Purchase the new book, The Holy Quran and the Nation of Islam by Brother David Muhammad by visiting Quran19.info. Order your Ambassador of Love pen today by going to www.abdusharif.com. Are you prepared? Order your portable emergency bag by calling 770-884-2085. Order your Now Journal by visiting www.nowjournals.com. Support ZM Demolition and Abatement by calling 
Get your unlimited high-speed internet and home phone service by calling 770-709-5533. Join the 10,000 Fearless by calling 404-437-0608. Come by the Ark and support a collection of Black-owned businesses located at 3638 Hamilton Road in Atlanta, Georgia. For more information, call 404-963-1078. Also at the ARC, support Blue Seas Express in catering, fundraising dinners every Friday and Saturday by calling 404-963-1078. Join the Nation of Islam in the Southern Region by calling 470 470- 291-9760. Tune in to the national broadcast of the Nation of Islam every Sunday by visiting www.noi.org forward slash webcast. And thank you again for tuning in to the Male-Female Relationship Series broadcast. Assalamu alaikum, family, and welcome back. Glad to have you here. So at this time, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia mentioned something so very important uh, during the previous answer or the one before that. And I'm glad they said it so that way I didn't have to. (laughs) Why would you go and seek relationship advice from those who are not married? Which is the exact purpose of why student regional minister Abdul Sharif set up this show. And so we want to ask you at this time, if you have anything that you would like to give in support of this show, of this platform, so you can come back and hear more from our beautiful guests, then we would love for you to, at this time, donate using the cash tag for Male Female Series. And so we can have you here. Uh, You won't have to go to those gurus anymore. (laughs) You can get it straight from our family. Praise be to Allah. Praise be to Allah. At this moment, we would like to bring up our wonderful sister, Sister Jessica, representing the Farrakhan School for today. So she'll be giving us a quote by the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan, the only one you should be following for relationship advice, along with his students and followers on the show. So, Sister Jessica. Assalamu alaikum, family. Strong family is the foundation of a great nation by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. We will never become a family if we don't have the knowledge that will allow us to respect every member of the family. And know that the family reflects the diversity which manifests the wisdom of this creator. So those of us who want all black, those of us who want an all black world, well, you'll wake up. Assalamu alaikum. Now back to our host. Yes, ma'am. At this time, we would love to hear from our guest any closing remarks, comments, uh, anything you want to impart on our audience before we transition into the next part of the show. You've already given us so much, um, but if there's anything you wanted to sum up for us before you leave. 
Well, thank you again. We are very honored to have been able to be available to help tonight with the show. It is greatly our honor and privilege anytime because like we're taught, we want for our brothers and sisters what we want for ourselves, and, and we have to say that our life as Muslims from the age, because we were married at the age of 19. We don't know anything else outside of marriage and being Muslims in the nation. And it's nothing like being able to work, like the minister said, in what is your role? He's gonna teach us the theory, but we have to do the application. And for all of us, it's the application is a daily walk. It's not overnight, it will take time. It will take patience, but stick with it, fight for it because it's well worth it as you grow and mature in the process of marriage the way God intended it for it to be. Thank you again for the honor and privilege of being here. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Praise is due to Allah. Uh, our website is www.themarriagekeepers.com. That's the marriage keepers, one word, keepers with an S dot com. The marriage keepers dot com. And we certainly would invite you. We have published 11 books to help in the fight uh, for really becoming literate on marriage and what marriage is. And uh, we certainly are very grateful for all the support that we have received over the years. Uh, the we have a program that we do as well, uh, and it is all based around trying to build a strong and healthy marriage. We are more the how tos that you come to when you're ready to get married. We can help you to come and get married. Now, for a long time, we were not able to help you to stay married because. We um, we didn't really want to, to mess you up, but now we know how to help you stay in the fight, how to stay married, and we thank Allah for that. And so if you're interested in our website, if you want to take advantage of our counseling services, if you're out there, if you all are having a little thing, you and your husband, you and your wife, you're having a little thing. Communication is at an all-time low. We can help restore the communication in the marriage. If y'all having any problems, we can help you to get some headway with each other on the marriage. And uh, the number is 770-256-8856. Seven seven zero two five six eight eight five six. If we can be of service to you, uh, I would like to invite you all to take advantage of the website we have. Again, the the books, but more importantly than that, we have the counseling, and more importantly than that, we have a marriage retreat. the The twelfth annual marriage retreat is going to be coming up soon. We are going to let you know the location in January. Uh, because we are get, we think we're ready to get out and get back among the people uh, by Allah's grace. And we're so happy to be able to go back out there on tour to these beautiful cities and around the country. So please let us know 
Call us again, 770-256-8856. We would love to be able to come to your city to be of service to you and to your spouses. And we can also help you all to find each other. We do uh, single success seminars, and it is a wonderful thing to bring us in. We do uh, a single a single seminar on Friday, and on Saturday, we do the marriage empowerment workshop that we do. It's powerful. It's transformative. Everyone who brings us in, they say the same thing about what we do. Uh, it's to help people uh, in our nation. It's exclusively for our culture. So please take advantage of that. We love you all so much. We thank Minister Sharif and the believers for this opportunity. May Allah bless you. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, sir. Praise be to Allah. <laughs> At this time, uh, I'll turn it over to Sister Anissa. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. Thank you both for being on the show. And at this time, we would like to hear some words from the man that you've all been hearing the, throughout the whole show, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And this next segment, we dedicate about 30 or so minutes to listening to his words on marriage, on love, on duty, which is the title of the lecture that we'll be partaking in today, Love and Duty by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So if our tech team could cue it up and we can, we'll be, we'll be right back afterward. Assalamu alaikum family. We have a little bit of technical difficulties at the moment, so bear with us. We hope that you have enjoyed the show so far. So give us a few minutes.
awesome like um, it looks like we are back sooner than we thought we would be so until we get our beloved minister up and running we can continue the q a if brother marcus and sister cecilia are okay with that okay that's fine yes sir praise be to a lot i believe the so yes sir i believe the brothers had the next question so brother costa yes ma'am uh thank you again brother marcus and sister cecilia we appreciate it so uh we have a question rolling in i actually know this person uh personally so they ask um for a little bit of advice that you would give to the young uh as they're looking for marriage just coming into the nation oh praise be to Allah. i'm always excited about that because like i mentioned um by last grace we were 19 when we got married so we were young <laughs> Uh, definitely uh, get to know yourself and look at where you are and where you want to go in the next 10, 20, 30. You know, look at what you expect and looking for in your future because you want that mate that's going to grow with you through your journey. So definitely as a young person, you know, know what your personal goals are. You know, if I want to be a doctor or a lawyer, whatever your goals are, you want to be in line with someone who you're equally yoked with and y'all have the same mission goals in mind. Yes. Yes, ma'am. I love the young people very, very much in our nation. And I can tell you, brother, sister, you have to say it beautifully. You have to learn who you are. And it takes a while to learn who you are, to learn your value, to learn your future, because your future is based on what you're learning. And oh my God, when you look at the Nation of Islam in the uh when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad uh was leading directly the Nation of Islam, he had a lot of young people who were in the nation of Islam, who were doing big things. I mean, when I think about the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, I think about Brother Abdul Akbar Muhammad. Now we know him as that. I think about the other ministers throughout the country. These were all young ministers in their 20s and their 30s who were doing the big things that we saw them doing. And I can tell you that don't let anyone hold you back keep on reading keep on studying have a good time doing it though don't be so like i knew a brother who read the quran 12 hours a day that was a little much and he was a little strange from reading the quran 12 hours a day maybe he was a little strange before that but i can tell you that you have to have balance. That's why we ask you to get married. We ask you to find a wife. When a man finds a wife, he findeth a good thing. That's what the Bible says. And the balance that she will give you for your life is so powerful. I mean, I think a lot of our single brothers are imbalanced because they you know, they don't have a wife to balance it out. <laughs> and 
and don't fear marriage, especially to our young brothers, because don't again, fear the MGT. We're not gonna approach you, invite you, brother. I like you. Let's go on the courtship. That's not gonna happen. The sister is waiting for you to ask for courtship. So, and don't be afraid. You are an FOI. You're in the process of becoming a god. Get rid. Feel the. They say feel the fear. the fear and do it anyway. Stop being fearful. Stop walking around handicapped. Get your full. Get get the full wisdom of God by getting your other half, which is the feminine. The feminine. I can't say the, the feminine, feminine side of God. And I want you to know that's what you're being prepared for in the FOI class. You're being prepared for the challenge of manhood. You know, a lot of brothers run from the FOI class, but that class will make a man out of you. And I recommend the FOI class to all of our brothers who are looking to be better men, stronger men, learn the purpose of a man. Come to the class and let them teach you what the purpose of a man is all about. Praise be to Allah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a young man myself, so I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm taking taking <laughs> advice. Thank you, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia. And uh, I'll ask, I'll have Sister Anissa ask another question. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah for that response. So our next question is, relates to that last one that the brothers wanted to know. But this is from a newly registered sister. She asked, how long should one wait to get married after coming into the nation? Again, that's that's a, when you first come into the nation, you want to give yourself time to learn about the nation, it's, it's especially being newly uh, registered, newly coming in, you really want to grow into yourself as a Muslim. And even if like sometimes sisters may get married early on in their process, it's to help strengthen you to continue to continue to be strong in our way of life. Because again, you and Allah have an intimate relationship. And like I said, you don't want anyone to rush your process. And you always want to be studying for yourself. That's why we have separate classes. We have MGT class and you have FOI class because they're designed for us separately to give each of us what we need. So when we come together, we're both in the class of a God, but I'm getting it from the feminine side and you're getting it from the masculine side. And remember, both natures make up God all together. That's right. And, and sister, question yourself. Ask yourself, um, you know, do you know enough about the black man in his history? Because his history is your history. So we got to learn about us, about the greatness that we have as a people. And I would recommend that you study Minister Firecon tape. He did some wonderful tapes. Uh, 2001, he talked about family. He talked about marriage. He, he got in 2001, uh, he talked about the, the black man's history. The origin of blackness is a wonderful tape that you should get and study. Uh, the more we study, 
the more valuable we become in the nation of Islam. And then you're able to fact check a brother, a sister, when they don't know what they're talking about, but they're trying to tell you that you don't know. You do know because you've studied it. Study, study, study to show yourself approved. And I recommend um, that, you know, there are four things that we have always talked to the brothers and sisters about. Four questions. Who am I? Where am I going? How am I going to get there? And who will help me? Who am I? Where am I going? How am I going to get there? And who will help me? I'm looking for that answer. And when you're able to answer that question, those questions sufficiently, then as you go on in your life, keep on building on your answers because your answers will become more profound as you go along. But remember, you know, this is not a sprint that you're about to be involved in. This is a marathon. So, you know, there are legs to this race, legs to this race. Go slowly. Learn what you are talking about. There are so many people who rush to get to that rostrum, and they're not sure what they're talking about. So please learn everything well that you will be talking about with my brothers and sisters out there. Yes, praise be to Allah. And I'll turn it right back over to Brother Costa. Yes, ma'am. All praise is due to Allah. Again, we thank you, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia, for being on the show, for coming back and doing a, a double entendre, an encore for the audience. So we appreciate you uh, totally, totally much. And I'm sure that uh, the audience does as well. So at this time, we want to hear from the representative of the student regional minister uh, to close us out. And we will also uh, continue as we usually do. So. Oh, oh, praise is due to Allah. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness once again to the oneness of Allah and his presence among us, and that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is the exalted Christ, and the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan is the anointed Messiah in our midst. I would like to greet all of our wonderful viewers once again, and our guests, our couple, and our co-moderators with the greeting words of peace. Assalamu alaikum. And thank you. We thank Allah uh, for such uh, wonderful uh, words of advice and guidance that was shared today um, from the their study, our guest couple, their study of the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad as taught and represented by the Honorable Minister Farrakhan from their life experience. And so we thank Allah for the guidance that is in our midst that we need to not just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. We need to practically apply that which we say we believe. And as student regional minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad often states, belief counts for nothing unless it is carried into practice. And Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia made that so clear today that we have to practice our belief and that will help to strengthen our marriages. 
to be stronger than what they are. And when we don't practice what we say we believe, then it has, you know, detrimental effects on our marriages, on our relationships, you know, husband to wife, wife to husband, the parents' relationship with their children. And so we really have to be the righteous servants of God that we say that we are. And so brothers and sisters, we thank you out there in the, in the world, in the virtual world, tuned in through Facebook Live and YouTube and other social media outlets. We thank you for tuning in today. If you're in a, the Atlanta area, we encourage you to stop by 19 Josephy Lowry to hear an expression of the life-giving teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad as taught and represented by the Honorable Mrs. Farrakhan through um, the uh, local or, and regional representative of the Honorable Mrs. Farrakhan, student regional minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad. And in all of your cities, we encourage you, go to your mosque and study groups and hear the teachings as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has instructed us to open the mosque and study groups of the Nation of Islam. We're open for business. And if you cannot make it to a mosque or study group in your city, tune in to the national broadcast and hear the awesome, powerful messages that come from our student national assistant to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, student minister Ishmael Muhammad. So thank you, brothers and sisters. Um, for tuning in. And at this time, we're going to go ahead and transition to our closing commercial. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, peace be unto you, and thank you for tuning in to today's edition of the Male and Female Relationship Series. It is our sincere prayer that something was said to benefit you in your spiritual growth and development and to serve as guidance for our relationships during these troubling times. This series is sponsored by Supreme Spring Water. Live Supreme, be Supreme, drink Supreme Spring Water. Call in your order today at area code 800 5738033 and Rise Magazine Rise to the Peak of Greatness to subscribe or advertise visit our website at www.risemagazineco.com we also invite you to log on to www.abdulsharif.com where you will find the most recent books written by our host and moderator Abdul Sharif Muhammad Log on and get your personal copy of Is the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan Divinely Guided and Is He Connected to the Wheel and A Soldier in the Movement of Christ. Also, The Great Ambassador of Love, a book of rare photos that chronicles a soldier's journey with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Once again, we thank you for being a part of tonight's conversation and we invite you every Saturday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. for more of the Male and Female Relationship Series. Until then, we leave you with the greeting words of peace, of assalamu alaikum or peace be unto you.
Praise be to Allah. Thank you, family, again for coming with us on this journey. We appreciate you for your time and your attendance on this show. Um, we do want to have you back next week, so do stick around for the credits as well so you can see the names pop up. And also, so you can find out ways to also screen this episode and previous on different platforms. So now at this time, we'll close out as we usually do in prayer. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. All praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the Beneficent, the Most Merciful. Master of the day of judgment in which we now live. Thee do we serve and thee do we beseech for thine aid. O Allah, guide us on the right path, the path of those upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not the path of those upon whom their wrath is brought down, nor those who go astray after they have heard thine teachings. Amin. Assalamu alaikum.